Welcome to the College Sports Insider, presented by the NCAA and Champion Magazine. I'm Jack Ford. So, if you are the parent of a high school student who is looking to continue their athletic career in college, somebody might have uttered the words, eligibility center to you. And if you're like most parents, you probably looked at them with a a befuddled expression on your face and said, what in the world is that? Well, we're going to answer that question for you today. My guest is Felicia Martin, who's Vice President of NCAA Eligibility Center. Who better to answer those questions than Felicia? Felicia, welcome to you. Thank you. Um, but let me ask you this. To, to start off, to, to give folks a little perspective on all of this, uh, let's get some perspective on you. All right, mm. You've been here at the NCAA for about seven months now. Seven months. All right, talk That's a little correct. bit about where you were first, and, and then what brought you here to the NCAA? I was, prior to coming to the national office at Texas Tech University, as a senior associate athletic director over academic and student services, as well as being the sports supervisor for men's and women's track and field and cross country. Um, In my role there, it was primarily to make sure that young men and young women had all the academic resources and services that they needed to succeed in the college. Um, My role as a sports supervisor was also making sure that coaches and student athletes had exactly what they needed for travel and budget and all of those fun things that uh, got us (laughs) to be champions, not just in the classroom, but on the courts. Mm -hmm. And then what what lured you here to the NCAA? What was the attraction to come here? The opportunity. um, Lots of the work that I've done previously over the last, oh my gosh, 18 years has been around student development and student services and higher ed. And it just so happened that athletics was how I have grown and worked with regard to young men and young women. And when the position opened here at the national office, I thought, hmm, why not? Why not take the expertise and the practitioner approach from the university setting and apply it and the pinnacle place when it comes to academics and athletics here at the Eligibility Center. So let, let's get now into the notion of the Eligibility Center. All right. Uh, I had both my children are NCAA Division One athletes. Congratulations. Were. That's good. Thank you. Daughter is, is played lacrosse at Yale, is now a cancer surgeon. Son played lacrosse at Yale, is now a banker. All right. I played football at Yale, and I've been involved for decades since at, at all sorts of levels of, of, of athletics, doing a lot of things for the NCAA. I've been on the board of the College Football Hall of Fame for 20 years. Yet I have to tell you, when it came time, I, I think especially it was my son. This would have been in, in 2005 when he was graduated from high school. And I found out there was this thing called the, the NCAA Clearinghouse at the time. And I will be honest with you, I had no idea what that was. So my first question to you is, is what have you found in terms of people having any idea what it's now called the Eligibility Center is all about? I think you're right in that for some folks it is uh, what's that and why is it important to me? And the one thing I would say to anybody who's inquiring about participation in college sports is you need to get to know us. The Eligibility Center is the gateway. It's the pathway to getting to a Division One or Division II college to participate in a sport you love. What we are charged with is making sure that from academics and amateurism, there's a certification that occurs. Right. So, so you're looking at you're looking at two components essentially: yes. 
academics and amateurs. That's correct. All right. And, and what, what are you looking at? Let's take them one at a time. The academic component. What are you looking at? We're looking to be sure that you've graduated from high school and that you've got some core curriculum. So we're looking for 16 core and a GPA of a minimum of about 2.3. And what we found as far as the research is concerned is that in itself is not only a great indicator about you being ready for a college as far as the college curriculum and participation, but it's a good indication that success and degree completion is in likelihood. So you have you. found that mm-hmm. that's a, a pretty good predictor? Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. And then you talked about the other component is amateurism. amateurism. What does that entail? Amateurism is the key and also a hot topic, right, nationally with regard to young men and young women participating in the college venue versus professional sport. And what we do with the amateurism is we're just kind of verifying to be sure that you are indeed an amateurism. What have you done? Where have you participated? On what level of participation? Have you accepted any additional benefits or compensation for your participation? participation. So when we do the academic and the amateurism certification, when you check those boxes, you're ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready not only to be recruited for Division One or Division Two. you're ready to start your journey with, with regard to higher education. I suspect that, that there are a lot of folks um, who are either um, student-athletes themselves coming out of high school or their parents who would probably say, well, wait a minute, look, my son or daughter is graduating from this very well-regarded high school, public high school, private high school, has, you know, a GPA of three-point-something, and so why, what else do we have to do? Why else should we have to do something to verify what their academic standing? And so what's the answer to the that? The verification of that is more or less about our membership. Mm-hmm. And what our colleges and administrators are saying to us is, let's just be sure. Let's mm-hmm. be sure that the young men and young women that we recruit for all of our sports to come onto our college campuses to pursue degrees are ready for the college environment. And in doing that, what we have here at the Eligibility Center is the opportunity to submit your transcripts, to upload those standardized test scores, to submit the documentation for the amateurism. And what we're looking at is an opportunity for fairness and across the board making sure that each and every young man and young woman that ends up on a campus has gone through the same clearinghouse, so to speak, and that would be the eligibility center's charge. So anybody who's listening to us right now, and if they have you know, children who are prospective athletes, they're probably saying to themselves, okay, for it, now I know there's something else I have to do, but their next question is, well, how do I do it? Oh, man, we've got lots and lots <laughs> of ways for you to do it. All right, good. You've gotten a fabulous website mm-hmm. that is uh, just Oh, my gosh, so much information that I don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. It is actually a portal for the high schools who are interested in going ahead and making sure that they've got approved core courses and can connect with us about outreach and education. There are portals for both our students and our parents so that they can see exactly what core courses you need, um, what standardized test scores can be used. Um, There's information about what's the difference between Division I, Division II, Division III. So not not only is it information about academic and amateurism certification, there's information about being a college athlete, what you can expect, what does recruiting look like. That website also has, in addition to the PowerPoints, there are manuals like what you need to know as a college-bound student athlete. There are manuals for our international student population. 
there is so much content for coaches and administrators, not just for them to be more knowledgeable about academic and amateurism certification, but also to talk to students and parents. We've got portals for school counselors, on and on. There's lots of information. So, now, so, so much more than just saying, okay, bang, here's a stamp. You've got the right courses. You can come. So right. much more than that. Not to mention, in this day and age of social media, there are some very talented young professionals on my staff that have us very connected with regard to social media. (laughs) So if you're looking for us out there on Twitter or Instagram, we're there too. We want to get the information out. Um, The more information we get out, the earlier we get it out, the better our student athletes are with regard to preparedness. That recruiting process is so exciting and there's so much going on. But it can be overwhelming. Yes, it can be. So the earlier we can get them engaged with our processes, the better. Not just for the student, for the parent too, so that they can enjoy what's going on with regard to the recruiting process. Let's talk a little bit about some of the different constituencies you mentioned to us. And, and I want to start with the high school. Sure. All right. uh, I went to a little tiny public high school in the Jersey Shore, Point Pleasant Beach High School. This is a long time ago before you had any of these elements here. Okay. Um, so you had guidance counselors and you had coaches. And basically, you know, your coaches would say, hey, you got a letter today from... You know, in my case, it was Yale University where I ended up going. And I had some conversations with Yale. I did a couple of visits, and that was it. There was nothing else. And, and I can tell you that my school guidance counselors probably had no idea, you know, w- what was entailed in all of this. As it's become more sophisticated, what sort of advice then can you provide for the schools themselves, the guidance counselors that can be beneficial to these young prospective student-athletes? First and foremost, ask. We've got people who are coming out to do outreach and education. So if you have a school where maybe athletics is just now becoming a big deal and you've got more and more students that are college-bound, give us a call. We will send out not only people, but we'll make sure they're connected with resources. Lots of our staff are also visiting academic and athletic associations that are specific to the high school community. So making certain that, one, that they're connected early enough to get educated. My next thing is get a high school account with the Eligibility Center. That high school account what helps. Is the, how do you do that and what does that provide you actually with? do it through the portal, that mm-hmm. website. I'm telling There's you, There's a Jack, magical that portal that, you oh have going gosh, on here. It is magical. Oh, my goodness. Um, but the high school portal not only connects the high school administrators and coaches to the Eligibility Center for timely updates and announcements, but it's also the opportunity for your high school to become um, a high school that has approved coursework. So that way you're uploading the courses that your young men and young women are taking. And then as the certification period goes on, it's a much easier, seamless process for us to communicate any questions or answers that and we you've need You've got to that to ability you. then when you start focusing on the courses to, to, to essentially recognize if you have a potential student athlete saying, correct. you know what, you've got to check a couple of these mm-hmm. boxes here. We found out what they are now, so you've got to get involved, enrolled in these courses. That's correct. And that allows them to do just that. Mm -hmm. Following whatever the high school degree curriculum is typically gets our student athletes where they need to be, but just double checking that that foreign language or that level of math or this many Englishes would also count in the core courses. That communication, that education, once our high school administrators have it, um, the coaches and the parents also have a conduit 
to, right. to getting that information as well. Let's talk about parents. Okay. All right. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to my experiences. With, it was my mom. I was raised by a single mom, but my mom was very involved. In, 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 I always say she was the perfect sports mom. She loved going to games, didn't care whether we won or lost. <laughs> but, you know, in those days, you would get letters in the mail, and she'd put them in a shoebox, and we'd have them all there. Right. For parents today, it's so much mm-hmm. more complicated, so much more sophisticated, and maybe overwhelming. Yes. For them, so what can the parents get? How can they benefit from from the eligibility center and the resources that can be available to them? You're gonna love this. I'm redirecting folks back to our website and to our social media sites as well. The information that we have, we can also really personalize it to the population that needs it, whether it's the high schools or the parents. And what I'd say to our parents is getting engaged with the school counselor and even reaching out to us at the Eligibility Center. We will get you where you need to go with regard to information and even questions you need to ask. Um, There are so many resources now, even with our non-scholastic coaches, as well as our membership. So we have high schools as well as colleges that are offering eligibility workshops for parents, for guidance counselors, for coaches. So not only is the Eligibility Center invested in making sure that our parents and our students get the right information, our membership is. It's as important for our schools to get the information out as it is for us because, again, it's back to being proactive and getting the right outreach and education to the folks who need it most. So parents, please ask questions. Get involved. Pay attention. Sometimes when our students are in classes and going along, we, we, we do. We depend on the administrators. But if you know that little Johnny's going to play baseball, you might want to ask some questions about, so is this curriculum going to put Johnny where he needs to be in order to get recruited? And if the answer to that question is, I don't know, that's when the Eligibility Center can not only support the school, but the parents in getting the right information. So th- the idea is to view the Eligibility Center, you know, sometimes people think, okay, it's part of the organization, and they think, all right, they have to sort of certify me. That can sound frightening, almost adversarial, if you look at it the wrong way. But what it's sounding like is what people need to realize is that, as you said, you're there to work with them. That's correct. To to answer their questions. That's correct. I would say that we are partners. Um, We are creating and helping with the pathway to this opportunity um, onto colleges. What I say to both our member schools as well as parents is, We want to be sure that your young man and young woman is set up for success. So getting you the right education and the right guidance is the way that you should look at the Eligibility Center. Um, Their need for the information is exactly why we have the jobs we have, because we want to be sure that our membership, the parents, and the prospective students have exactly what they need in order to land on a campus, compete, and work towards those degrees. It's interesting because oftentimes you hear, and, and, and I would, will say this often if I'm, if I'm lecturing at journalism schools, and, and I'll say, what you need to know is not the answers to all the questions, but you need to know enough to ask the right questions. And it seems to me that's this is what you're saying to both the schools and the parents. That Let us help exactly you to ask the right questions. That's correct. That's correct. Right. How about the students? Then? What can you what, what can you do to help? Again, these it, it, there's something magical and wonderful yeah. about the recruiting process. Yes. But as I mentioned before, there is something that can that can be daunting about the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. So what can these, these high school students, these prospective college student athletes, what can they find there that can help them? 
What I used to say when recruiting back on campus, I would say to that high school young man or young woman, just like it is in high school, no pass, no play, same thing in college. Mm. So as consistent as they can be with regard to dedication to their academics, the better situation they'll be in. What I would say to him or her is that the hard work that you put in on the playing field is the same requirement for the classroom. So as you start looking at what my next opportunity is to compete, um, to, to play for a Division II school and do really well, you want to stay connected to your high school guidance counselor to be sure that you're in the classes you need in order to progress for your high school degree. You want to be sure that you're taking a standardized test as often as you can. SAT, ACT, you'll need them in order to complete your certification file here at the Eligibility Center. There is so much excitement around going to college and competing that I think sometimes it gets lost that it's about higher education. That in, in addition to considering what your professional aspirations would be with sports, what are they when it comes to the world of work? And having a plan A and a plan A and a plan A that would include getting a degree is really important. And sometimes, again, it's lost in the excitement of playing. Um, but college is an amazing opportunity for next level with regard to life. And without the classroom, we won't get there. Yeah. How best do you think you can get that message out that and, and I'll go back to, again, when my son was being recruited, and, and I had some of his friends and their parents, his friends who were athletes, uh, come up to me because they knew I was involved in some level with the NCAA and had played, and, and, and they would say, it, it was when it was the clearinghouse. And they almost viewed this as if it was some kind of a hurdle, some sort of a, an adversarial relationship they had to get over mm -hmm. to get them in. How do you think you can better then get out to to that public that you want to get to, the schools, the parents, the prospective student-athletes, that it's not an adversarial thing? It's, it's not like the principal's office that they have to give you the okay, that, <laughs> right. that it is indeed, as you described it, you want it to be a partnership. How yes. do you get that message out? We're doing it. Um, this podcast, this opportunity, mm. thanks again, Jack, for this opportunity is a great way for us to continue um, to emphasize what our outreach and education looks like. Again, we're in high schools. We're headed to district offices. We're attending associations just to be sure that our constituent groups, those parents, those high school administrators and students know we're here to help. We want to be sure that they understand that we are a part of the pathway. We're going to be partners. We want to get them proactive information and proactive education so that when it comes to this, they feel really good about the engagement with the NCAA. Um, what most people don't get is with the Eligibility Center, um, with regard to all functions of the national office, and we've got some awesome ones, as you well know, we are the only entity that touches every young person that ends up on a playing field with the national office or the NCAA schools. So you don't get onto college campus without working with us and allowing us to help you get there. Um, I know that it is an incredibly daunting opportunity. But what we want to do is make sure that you have that 1-800 number, that you go to the website, that you can look at the PowerPoints, that you can follow us on Twitter, that you check us out on Instagram, that you see that there are so many tidbits of information that we're making sure that you're better equipped for your opportunity. Well, I can tell you, as, as, as a parent who went through it about 12 years ago, 
And as somebody who looked at it all in anticipation of our conversation today, it's night and day. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, what is there now and what's available for people now is is so valuable. Um, and, and for no other reason that it helps people to understand. Yes. You know, as we said, it can be a daunting process if you're going through it the first time as a parent, as a, as a young person, uh, knowing that there's somebody there who's, who's there to to help you out. The idea is to help you out, I think, is invaluable to them. So, um, Felicia, thanks so much for spending some time with us and and explaining this all to us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Our guest once again has been Felicia Martin, Vice President, NCA Eligibility Center. That does it for us for today for the College Sports Insider. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jack Ford. We'll see you again soon. 